Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube... Oh my God, it's Adam Pacini! It's Adam Pacini, ladies and gentlemen! He's alive. This isn't the third time that we've done this. Now, no, it isn't. Technical issues. It's not. It's not. And Matthew, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in bloody yonks. Donkeys. Donkeys, yes. It's also been a long time since I've seen you. I wasn't allowed to come in the office because I went to Dubex Dub when it was suspected that they have what they call in Germany Das Covid. And so it's been ages since we've all met up together. How the hell are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. I've not been awake for too long, so I've just filled myself with coffee, but I'm feeling absolutely grand. I really enjoyed NXT last night. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, I'm in good spirits. How are you, Matthew? How are you, Ross? Go on then, Matthew, you go first. He asked you first. No, you haven't said anything, Ross. You go first. I am exactly the same as I was 20 minutes ago when I was first <laughs> asked, and I am exactly the same as I was about 10 minutes ago when I was asked for the second time. Technical Ross. difficulties are fantastic. Have you had a haircut? I haven't, Matthew. Matthew, I don't know. It's going well. It's, I've just got it slicked back like Elvis and OCM Pump. It's the third time I've said that. How are you, Matthew? It's funny every time. It's like watching Blackadder on UK TV Gold. You, something, you miss, something you miss every time. It's the difference between you and Jack. Jack would just be like, yes, this is the first time we've done this. <laughs> anyway, in the lead story of a unexciting week compared to other weeks we've had, WWE buys Evolve Wrestling for mm-hmm. the change in Vince McMahon's pocket. Uh, that just made that up. Yeah, Evolve Wrestling, funny company led by Gabe Sapolsky, former Paul Heyman understudy, has now done exactly what Paul Heyman hoped to do with WWE, and that is have Vince McMahon buy out a property he owned and hopefully deal with some of those debts. Just saying. Yeah, I- I've only ever been to one Evolve show. It's not the sort of thing I watch online. I like. I know the in-ring product is amazing, but it's not the sort of thing uh, that I, I follow. But they've had everybody and anybody there, haven't they? Everybody's done Evolve, um, and I guess this sort of plays into the into the network, doesn't it? I don't know if it's easier for them to get the stuff on the network, um, and obviously the the new tier is rumored to once again be launching soon. But it feels like we've been talking about that for ages. But I'd expect to see Evolve on there, and I guess it's the same thing as like. ICW as as progress in that there were these these buyout clauses in the contract um, and WWE have exercised that buyout clause and now they own it. But I don't think they'll continue running it, will they? Would anyone notice? Uh, Ross, your thoughts on prestigious indie company Evolve? 
Prestigious. Ooh. Uh, I was shocked to see that WWE had bought them now because I thought it was just a thing anyway, given that uh, Evolve was sort of used as a developmental for NXT. You saw Street Profits winning their tag titles, I think, a while ago. Velveteen Dream having tune-up matches and stuff like that. So where are these performance center trainees going to go for their tune-up bouts now? That's the question we all have to ask ourselves. Earth-shattering implications, WWE by and Evolve. Absolutely, and as Pachiti said, everybody and anybody has been to Evolve, except for paying fans. Uh, Kyrie Sane heading back to Japan to be with her husband. Apparently, but W will apparently offer her a new deal. Uh, maybe she'll respond to that message once he gets somewhere safe. Uh, any thoughts there, Ross? Um, you couldn't blame her if she turned the deal down, if they do offer her a brand new deal, because apparently her contract's coming up very soon. The Dirty Sheets were also saying this week that uh, the plan was to write her off TV by having Shayna murder her and then ask her get uh, the revenge on Kyrie's behalf at SummerSlam or something, maybe. But yeah, she's just been criminally misused on the main roster over the past little while. So I've got, I don't know. If she does go, you kind of blame her. There's my thoughts there. Hmm. Pachidi. Yeah, agree. I mean, I, I, I love Kyrie. Um, and I'm really tired of talking about these NXT call ups that. Um, just get misused on the on the main roster because it's 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 all too common. But yeah, she's uh she's brilliant, isn't she? And it's not I'm not taking anything away from like the Kabuki Warriors, so I think had some really decent matches. Uh, but Kyrie's had it rough with the injuries. Um, and yeah, as Ross said, couldn't blame her if she does want to go back. And it's it's quite nice actually to hear that you know she wants to go back to spend time with uh, with her husband rather than just wanting to get out of WWE. That said, probably probably play into each uh, each other, don't they? We're honest. Mm. And do you think she went, nah, I'd like to be with my husband uh, to want some time away and we went, well, we can bring him over. And he'd be like, oh, God, no. God, <laughs> absolutely not. Why is that, Matthew? Well, it brings us to the section of the news we like to call COVID Corner. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> That'd be the next animated COVID Corner. <laughs> WWE to issue fines for not wearing a mask at TV tapings. Uh, $500 for first offence to 1000 for a second. And apparently they're meeting with an unnamed Raw superstar who brought up concerns about WWE's COVID protocol. Who do you reckon that was? Someone on the Raw roster. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Angelo Dawkins, looking to shake things up a bit. Do you reckon? Looking to stand out. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Ivar. I've not got a clue. It's a bit of a 180 though, isn't it? Considering that all Flair. the reports... Yeah, Charlotte would have the balls. To Save my dad! <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. It, uh, yeah. I, I saw that interview with him saying, uh, oh, I feel safer at a WWE event than I do going to Trader Joe's or Walmart or whatever it was that he said. Well, you might be saying that, Rick, but we all know that's not true. And you don't think that either. But it, I, he, he just shouldn't be on the telly right now, should he? Unless it's via Zoom. And even then, nah. <laughs> uh, Rick Flair is safe at these places because Ric Flair has that many things wrong with them. If COVID tries entering Ric Flair's body, he will be, the COVID will be greatly outnumbered by all the things. God almighty. It's the Simpsons joke. It's the Simpsons joke with the door. He's doing the Simpsons joke where they all try and get through the door at once. If we can flash up a picture of them. He's invincible. You know, I was able to say it the first time, but we're doing these things for the third time. It's like, don't be asked anymore. And you're right. Bit too little, too late. No, not the podcast. I mean the W response to COVID. At least 30 positive tests. The PC, which will be running SummerSlam. 
Sounds like a recipe it's a shambles, for success. isn't it? And it'll be interesting to see if uh, if Extreme Rules changes. I don't want to like. Certainly, I'm not. Um, I'm not bigging up WWE in any way for continuing to run these shows or anything like that. But I, I follow half of these wrestlers on Instagram, and it doesn't look like the majority of them are being especially careful outside of WWE either. They're all over the shop, just living their lives normally. I guess that's just Florida as a whole, though, isn't it? Maybe. Uh, judging by the news I've seen, yes, Pachi, yes, that is Florida. <laughs> yeah, but certainly I'm, I'm not taking responsibility away from WWE either by saying that. Good luck. Thanks. Uh, Arn Anderson claims John Cena didn't think WWE needed AJ Styles. Quote, we've got NXT, we make our own stars. Yeah, kind of see his well, perspective there, but what do you think, Pachidi? Uh, I haven't given it much thought. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I think this is going to be like, this is some throwaway comment. I don't think... Because I've seen this framed in a way that everybody's going, oh, John Cena was terrified that AJ Styles is going to steal his spot. I bet it was just a little comment that was just like, well, yeah, we just we signed half the, the little indie studs anyway. Do we do we need AJ Styles? He probably just said that. I don't think it's that big a deal. Uh, did they need AJ Styles? No, because they've got everyone. Uh, he's, he's right, to be honest. It's not to say that AJ Styles hasn't been fantastic in WWE, because he has. Uh, but could they have done without him? Yeah, of course they could. Yeah. Ross? Uh, this one came from a time where apparently they were watching, somehow these, Arn and John Cena were watching a TNA show and Arn said, wouldn't it be great if we had James Storm and Bobby Roode and AJ Styles? And apparently that's where Cena was like, we don't need these lads, we build our own stars. And I like to think Vince McMahon was just over his shoulder and John looked over his shoulder and was like, eh, did you hear that one, Vince? <laughs> I'm good boy, me, I'm a good John. Um, so, I don't, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I guess it's just a bit weird to hear Cena saying that in the grand scheme of things. You think Cena wouldn't be so insecure, but then you think about the Nexus. I've got no idea what to think about this, Matthew, to be honest with you. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. currently working for WWE without a contract. It has expired. and this He's not is... going anywhere. He's not going anywhere, is he? Right. So they I, do uh, have like, a show I... next week. What? What? Slammiversary? Fight for the fall. No, I didn't thought about that, but that's good. No, I meant the um, Extreme Rules. Oh, sorry, sort of yeah. Thing. I mean, he's booked, he's, booked, he's booked for that show, obviously. Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, even after that, uh, he'll re-sign. This is just a... It's, it's more bargaining, isn't it? Half of these stories now where we hear about people maybe leaving, maybe not, then they start teasing bollocks on social media. It's all about just getting a little bit more, more money in their contract. The report said that uh, Vince was... Uh, Ray asked for a raise... Uh, and you've got to believe that this could be Ray's last few years in professional wrestling. But Ray asked for a raise and Vince went, well, we just laid about bloody 200 people off a couple of months ago. Ray, what are you talking about? But at the same time, WWE are, of course, reporting record turnover and record profits. So I think Ray is in a pretty reasonable position to ask for that raise, even if they shouldn't have ditched all of the wrestlers and refs and agents and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll stay because... I don't know. He, he, I guess he could go to AEW. At least there's somewhere else that that's got the money that could afford afford a top guy like Ray. Now that's kind of cool that that exists. Mm. Ross, I think it's uh, that that explains the stipulation for Extreme Rules. Now, Ray, you will sign this contract, or we will remove your eye from your head. So there we have the spoilers. The spoilers for Extreme Rules. There, Seth Rollins will be losing because Ray will sign his new contract. That's my prediction for you, though. He'll keep his eyes on his head. We should maybe mention that in the news, that stipulation, because that's a bit of news. 
a bit of unexpected news that the stipulation for that match is the winner is the man to remove the eyeball from their opponent's head. I can't wait to see what they do. I'm really excited about it. You know what? I, I People are whinging about all of these stupid things happening, but I would way prefer a pay-per-view which is... Um, littered with stupidity than just some really good wrestling in front of 50 people like and not just because we can we can make lists about this for about 20 years uh in in the future but also because i i think it, i think it's fun who wants to see just another show with good wrestling i'd rather some bollocks to be honest i think it's funny well said good news Thanks. there for raise mysterios they call them backstage uh sarah logan is preggers good for some her. nice happy news oh. there yep she is <laughs> Right. Dare you call me a liar. Any analysis on that? Right. <laughs> uh, I think that's going to be a little girl Viking. Ross, place your bets. Oh, I would say a bloke. Okay, with a, a beard. Yes. Yeah. Matthew, you've got the deciding vote here. Will Sarah Logan have a boy or a girl? I reckon they will have whatever they want to have. Oh, isn't that nice? That's not how that works, is it? Wait a minute. No. I'm just more <laughs> distracted by the fact that... They do Viking funerals, so they do Viking births where they're trying to... The midwife's there on a barge. Anyway, I'll pick and move on. <laughs> WWE Battlegrounds is announced. Is now, it? is this the show or the video game? <laughs> the video game. Oh, the, the oh, game. See, Sorry. Yes. Sorry, yeah. I got confused uh, yeah, I saw the trailer. Then. It looks fun. I like it. And I, I you know, I, I think... Um, I'm I'm glad that we're not getting a, a, a 2K sort of more regular simulation game. We're not getting 2K21 this year because hopefully that means that we'll get a good game next year. I can do without for a year. And the Battlegrounds game looks like a fun way to to bridge that gap. Although, as I said, I wasn't a massive fan of All-Stars. Sue me. And it looks like the same thing, doesn't it? I was a fan of All-Stars back in the day. You like it? Yeah. Didn't do anything for me. I too enjoyed the... NBA Jam style of uh, exaggerated reality that All-Stars did and then got criminally overlooked by a lot of people. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Battlegrounds, as you said before, Pachiti, a lot more than I am 2K. Are they, they going to call the new one 2K20 and pretend the other 2K20 didn't exist? <laughs> Just to have a redo two years <laughs> yeah. later. In brackets, you know what I was playing real. the other day? I was playing, a, do you remember Legends of WrestleMania? Yes, acclaimed. I was playing that the other day. Yeah, like a like an arcadey one. Press the buttons at the right time. What a loaded dog sh- shoot! It, that is a bad game. I hadn't even thought about it for ten years. Ross, have you ever played it? No, never. We'll have a go sometime. It's bollocks. <laughs> Good times. Uh, El Santos, Los Federales announces retirement on Twitter. Seemed like a one nice guy. One half of the I... anti-fun police. Met, I've only met him once, met him at a, a, a North show, um, and he was just a really warm, lovely guy. Yeah, fair, fair play to him. I read the statement, and he was just like, he, he doesn't miss wrestling as much as he thought he would, and now seems like the time to get out. So, yeah, good for him. I, 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 whatever he does in the future, he's, he's happy doing, because he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And that is the news. I hope for the last time today we have to film that. <laughs> oh, I'm not recording. Guys, I'm not recording. No. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The news is we <laughs> all quit. Like <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. <sighs> now for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week, in third place, the super vet, Noel Fitzpatrick. 
I can only put that down to lack of awareness because, my goodness, that is a crime. 8% for the super vet. Disgusting. Who's a super vet? Who is oh, he? Oh, Adam, it's a... It's a it's Sorry, just, what, Channel 4, get on 4OD, the super vet, no Fitzpatrick. He just fixes animals in an unbelievable bionic way. Incredible man. Okay. Yeah, 8%. Uh, Trent's mum. (laughs) 8%. (laughs) Moving on. 35% for Trent's mum. Drive him to the arena and get a little kiss. And him going out. Nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gutted. In first place, uh, get ready to pat yourselves on the back, lads. The Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame, 57%. (laughs) Wait, what? What? Who nominated this? Jack. Oh, of course it was Jack. He loves this whole concept. Remember that one week he did the concept of music? <laughs> just music in general. AKA, I've just woken up and remember there's a podcast to do. So, uh, well done, Jack, on holiday. Concept of music? Yeah. Breathing. What? <laughs> yeah. By the way, I've got a teaser for next week's Reese's Pieces. As you mentioned, it's a, it's a quiz, Matthew. On the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame, but I thought I'd wait for Jack to come back. Is Jack in next Thursday? Yeah, but that's coming next week. A big ten question quiz about the Cultaholic Podcast. Nice bollocks. It's a nice teaser there for next week, Ooh. but this is this week. Jack isn't here, so Jack too. That's you, Pacini. What is your Hall of Fame pick? Um, I've gave this a lot of thought because over the past, uh, what, three, four months now, I've had a bit of a journey and lots of things have been happening on these streams. But the thing that I've enjoyed the most about what my, my sort of working week has become uh, and my Hall of Fame nomination is the, the, the platform Twitch because I, I spend all of my time worrying about YouTube and the algorithm and all that boring bollocks and everything that we do has to... Um, cater to this uh, this ever changing algorithm, and it's 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 miserable. It's miserable, and I love the stuff that we make, obviously, but it's always something that we we have to keep in mind. So, started doing the Twitch stuff as just a sort of you know bonus content, some some extra streams, um, and don't have to worry about that anymore. And so, a part of that has been playing new games that aren't wrestling related. And in the past four months, whatever it is, I've completed more games than I've ever completed in my life. And that's a shoot. Uh, I've completed Doki Doki Literature Club, which isn't difficult. I'm about to complete Spider-Man. I'll be, I'll be doing that tonight at time of recording. I've completed Until Dawn, Spyro's 1, 2, loads of other bollocks, right? And I've had so much fun doing it. So, and, and you know, the, the plan is once we're back in the office to find a designated streaming area. Uh, and so we can all do more regular Twitch stuff. You're invited to do so, Matthew. Ross is likely starting next week if we can sort the tech out with some FIFA. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic, by the way. My Hall of Fame um, nomination is essentially just a big plug for the Twitch. But I've had so much fun doing it. And I, I've, I've got this weird thing where with like, everything if i haven't done something before like a film i get a bit uneasy about watching something i don't know if you get that it's just i'd rather watch cool runnings for the 45th time than i would go to the cinema and experience something new this has forced me to experience new things and it's been really good and also we don't have to worry about any pissing metadata bollocks so i I, i've just had so much i think twitch is brilliant and the notification to actually go out that's handy as well there's my monologue Nice. Yeah, I like proved all Thanks. that. Proved to the gameplay. No Spyro 3, though, I noticed. 
Mate, I started. I started, and you know what? It pissed me off. The uh, the penguin and the uh, not giraffe. What was the other thing? The kangaroo ruined the game for me. It's like when I'm playing Spider-Man at the moment, and all of a sudden I'm playing as MJ or Miles. I just want to shoot my sticky web. I don't want to. I don't want to mess about with all the other bollocks. So I, I gave up. I gave up about halfway through. It just didn't didn't do anything for me. No, and the skateboarding's mean. bollocks. The skateboarding, screw that. That's all right. The races with the thing in Spyro 3 that got me. Yeah. Uh, Spyro 3, they perfectly emulated everything in HD, the graphics, the levels, the glitches. So, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't definitely see your viewpoint there. And that's nice to uh, use this form, this thing we're doing on YouTube to then advertise another thing that we do. <laughs> That is good. This is why you're the boss of us, Bajidi. Any thoughts there, Ross, on that amazing pick? Uh, no. Awesome. Are you looking forward to doing some FIFA, Ross? I can't wait. Are we allowed to swear on the Twitch? As much as you want. I, that I'm is a dropping... welcome, a welcome relief because I get. I'm dropping C bombs every twenty yeah. seconds to people in the chat as well. If they annoy me, they're a you know what. It's great. Can't get away with that on YouTube. <laughs> Matthew, you in? Matthew? What? <laughs> Say again? You want to do, <laughs> do some twitching when we're back? Yes. Or even before. Good, there you, you go. Know. It's all confirmed. Everybody's doing it. And I've, been, I've been chatting to, like, Owen and Jack are doing it at the moment. I was chatting to Andrew, another one of our editors. He's going to have a go at doing it. And it's going to break up people's working weeks. So they're not just editing all the time. Take two hours off. Go and play The Last of Us. I don't know why that came up, but whatever. So get involved, Matthew. Lovely. Moving on, our our second last week, so I'll go this week. Maybe not one, but I'm fond of it. WWE wrestling has been crap at the minute. Been very little things for me to sink my teeth into. Generally, not very excited. So I'm actually all right with them changing the name for Extreme Rules to Extreme Rules this bracket, and then the, the thing at the back is now the thing at the front, and it's gone through a bunch of changes. And I'm nominating. The name change. The specific reason that I really enjoy listening to Americans attempting to pronounce the word horror. <laughs> it's just something about that thick Yankee south of the Mason-Dixie line saying, oh, it's time for the whore show. That makes me <laughs> laugh and smile every time. They're a big fan of the whore films over there in America. Uh, Halloween is a whore film. Uh, Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street's another whore film. So, yes, the American <laughs> pronunciation of the word horror is my pick for Hall of Fame this week because I am very mature. So it's now the whore show at Extreme Rules, isn't it? Oh, a lot of whoring. Good shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it just me or do you hear this as well when they say horror? I hadn't noticed, but to be honest, Ross yeah, is some, the man to ask there. Some people do bring out a whore here and there. The whore show. The whore show. Horror. The horror. horror show at Extreme Rule. Ooh. The horror train. Horror. Godfather's thing. Anyway, moving on from whores. Ross, what have you got for us? <laughs> um, I know what you're going to go for here, by the way. If you do gonna... it, if you if you go for the cheapest option, the man who he won last to. night. No, no, he's I'm, gonna, not going there. I'm not he... going there. That's okay. too easy, Adam. That is too okay. easy. I'm going Good. for something. That's, uh, I'm standing in solidarity with my curly-haired siblings. 
because during this lockdown era, if you've got curly hair and you don't put in seven liters of gel and slick it back and you just let it, let it roam free, you get cold unwashed, you get thrown out, you've just got out of bed, you don't do your hair, you don't shampoo, you don't shower, this, that and the other. Apparently just curly hair being there, when it is washed, is a disgusting and dirty thing to look at. So I'm gonna nominate for the Hall of Fame, curly haired people, because we have it harder than those with straight hair, to be honest with you. Because the things that have been said about my barnet in the YouTube comments section over the past few weeks has bothered me. <laughs> YouTube comments normally don't bother me, but the stuff about my hair, when it's here, head and shoulders has been in, it's the three in one, the one with the conditioner in, it's been put in thickly, it's been rinsed out properly, not a flake in sight, it's as clean as clean can be, and people are going, I've just got out of bed, I haven't been washed, it's pissed me off, and it's peer pressured me into slicking me hair back like a CM Punk. I was about to say something different there, but I stopped myself. So curly hair people. Nods. I was going to say nods, yes. <laughs> so curly haired people <laughs> for the Hall of Fame because we've got it tough. There you go. I've always been right. jealous. I've always been jealous. Oh. I've got a friend who looks a lot like me from the Isle of Wight, uh, except the one there, he's six foot four, he's blondish and he's got a big nose, but he's got a, a, a an afro. And I've always been so jealous of that because, well, I guess because he looked like... Uh, um, Garfunkel from uh, Simon and Garfunkel but also I just think it looks bad so I'm really envious of you uh, and I don't think it looks bad at all and I, I like it when it's big and poofy what happened to the headband by the way the hairband headband hairband um, peer pressure once again people Ross you uh, look great you I look put bloody that, I, wonderful Adam I put that hairband on right and I was thinking wow I'll look like out of the wrestling, Xavier Woods does that. He puts the headband, he lets the rest go free at the back. I was thinking, wow, it'll be shades of Xavier Woods on my head. But no, people going, he's cut his hair at the front, but left it long at the back. You can't bloody win. You can't win. Who cuts the hair at the front and leaves it long at the back? It's easy. These people in the YouTube comments have got to me finally. It's been four I years. I had one the other day. <laughs> I had one the other day in the YouTube comment saying, it was like, Adam, sort yourself out, get a proper night's sleep, cut your hair, mate. And I, I wouldn't normally, I, I wasn't gonna, gonna bring him up, but this man looked like a literal human egg. He was in his, <laughs> he was in his picture there with a picture with some indie wrestler with a big grin on his face, and I thought, you're having a go at me, mate. Have you seen the state of you? Uh, anyway, yeah, I need a haircut too. Yeah, and I, I don't know what the protocol's <laughs> been around the rest of the world with barbers, but everyone doesn't seem to know that here in the UK they've been closed since March, and we haven't been. There's no chance to get our haircuts until last weekend. Oh, bastards! A lot. Agreed. Agreed. Ross, I there think you look are. lovely, mate. Oh, thank you very much. You're yeah, you look lovely as well. <laughs> you too. Well, that was a that was a blast. No, I don't. But I'm happy with that. Uh, I'm I'm happy with my mullet coming through. It's an excuse to finally grow my hair out and go oh, lockdown. People go, well, they're open now. I'm like, ah, oh, lockdown. So let's keep I'm, on growing. I, it. I, think you, I think you look better. I'm struggling to bring oh. myself to go to the barbers now. I don't want to cut it off. Really? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gagging. I'm gagging. I tried to. I tried to do a walk-in yesterday, um, but they uh, they don't have any. You've got. But the, the, the soonest I could get an appointment was three and a half weeks. So I'm going to take a chance and hopefully get a walk-in somewhere. Matthew, I, I think you look better with the long hair and the beard. You're a handsome man, anyway. But I think I'm digging it. You look like Thank Ray you. Fines as Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look really good. No, you look, you look more like Ray Fiennes is uh, he's the guy out of Red Dragon. You know when he plays Red Dragon? <laughs> look like him. The two fairy. Oh, yeah, great. That's the, that's the, the two fairy and Voldemort. No. You look fine, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thank you for that. And I love that rant. And I'm very surprised you can go with uh, the obvious pick this week. And I should have gone with it because winning this uh, Hall of Fame pick is very important to me. <laughs> but I like that. I like you reaching out there. But I have to ask one thing, Ross. Um, you say you had the head and shoulders three in one. And you said the one with conditioner. Well, what do you mean? I thought head and shoulders, the whole thing, it was shampoo and conditioner. I've got no idea, Matthew. The, the bottle says What's three the, in one. What's the third? The, yeah, I was thinking yeah, that. Shampoo, no conditioner. Someone will let us know Gel. in the comments down below because I've got no idea. It just says three in one on the bottle. It's a big, one of those big ones you get for like £4.50 or something. Like that. That's fantastic. Mm. Smells like apples. It's what you want your head to smell like. It's an apple, a lovely green apple. Is that it? Shampoo, conditioner and a whole apple. One of your five a day. <laughs> well, that was the Hall of Fame selection. Yes, loyal viewers, you can vote for one of them. Don't worry, I was about to tell you that. Don't get ahead of yourself. By going to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic, please vote for either Twitch TV, paid advert, horror, said by Americans, <laughs> or curly-haired people. That says, this week in the wrestling, it's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Smackdown. All right, uh, Mark Riddle defeated John Morrison in the Battle of the Sexy Bodies, I guess. AJ Styles defeated Drew Gulak. Nice championship match. Bailey defeated Alexa Bliss via DQ. Nakamura defeated Kofi Kingston and Jeff Hardy assaulted <laughs> Innocent Barman. Is this how you do the SmackDown section? Yes, because so much happens on episode of SmackDown. We run through it and go, right, it's if you're out to say. Yeah, I get it. I get it. to say, because look thought, at it. I thought it was all right. There's not enough quality on this show to scrape on a cracker. Um, oh, come on. I thought some of the matches were pretty good last week. John Morrison. I don't want to fantastic. talk about them. Yeah, Morrison's great, isn't he? Yeah. Put a world title on him. Take it off Braun. Give it to Morrison. I didn't realise how good he was with the microphone in hand. I guess he, he is didn't an used act, to be. An actor yeah, he, he didn't used to be. He's, he's no. got a lot better. I don't like the fact that they still do... Uh, like, Miz TV is a thing. And I know the dirt sheet was something a little bit different. But it annoys me, like... The Miz comes out, he's got his own theme. Morrison comes out, he's got his own theme. Miz is doing Miz TV, but John Morrison happens to be there. I, that's the one thing that I don't like about that partnership is the fact that they don't necessarily always feel like a team. It's two guys who have been lumped together. I think we need less of that. Yeah, good Talking point. SmackDown, Matthew. Yes, I mean, he had such a good point, I've nothing to add to it. Rather like the rest of this show. Ross, what was your favourite bit of SmackDown? John Morrison. I honestly can't remember anything else from SmackDown. Bailey and Sasha were good again. Bailey, uh, sorry, Sasha doing the oh bloody hell! Jeff Hardy assaulting, attempted murder. will go as far as to say, glassing an innocent man in the back of the head. What was that all it's about? Right. It's Press fine. He was pissed. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it was just a it's a, a really it, the, the guy didn't do anything that bad. He was paid to do his job. And I know I've just talked about how much I like silly bollocks in wrestling, but I don't want to see Jeff Hardy glass an innocent independent wrestler. CZ Dub. Monday Night Raw. He Slater returned. There we go. It's a talking point. So good. So he was he was bloody brilliant. And it makes you realise that he it's not just like... He was always really good at the goofy stuff and I love seeing him getting beaten up. He was a very funny comedy jobber. But bloody hell, my heartstrings, I cry very readily, right? And I've, I've cried numerous times on this channel uh, now. And Heath almost got me. I got the lump. I got the lump there. And I had to look away quickly. I thought he was great. Yeah. Ross? 
It was a, sorry, it's just a bit of a baffling promo, wasn't it, initially? I know it was a, the delivery and Heath's performance was sensational, but Heath, Heath painting Drew McIntyre, this, like, all-conquering role model world champion, to be an absolute arsehole for not calling him back when Heath called him when Drew got released. That was a little bit weird in my book, but that, that was, yeah, yeah just... Heath, it's weird that Heath is being used more now than he was when he was signed with the company. But if I hope they Drake Maverick him. I hope they re-sign him after letting him go. Because based off that alone, he showed a lot more there than he maybe did in the previous sort of... Well, different strokes to what he showed during his entirety of the first run he had. Because, yeah, the emotions, it was fantastic. Yeah, it did more for Slater than it did Ziggler or Drew. But to be honest yeah. with you, there's not a lot going there anyway, so he might as well have come in and stole the show. You know, he said, you vouch for me on the bump, Drew McIntyre. Then what happened? I was on the employment list. And Drew just said, what's the bump? But he didn't. <laughs> and if this is what they're doing, the routine of bringing out people from his past, then it could be something. We get, you know, we can't do gender, obviously. That'll be too perfect, I guess. That three-way that we always want, it's never going to happen. But could have some of the ICW lads come. Actually, oh, no, wait, never mind. And then we had uh, Kyrie Sane versus Sasha Banks. Ending in a no contest, which would have been the perfect time to do Kyrie Sane in, I guess, but didn't happen. Any thoughts there, Ross? It was a good wrestling match with a typical raw ending. That's all you can say, isn't it? It's just, it's the same thing every single week. DQs and roll-ups, more and more and more. It was just good back-to-back wrestling, though. There wasn't a really bad match on the show, was there? The worst thing was, what, um, the Ruby Riot match. But that was it. Everything yeah. else was... It was really good week for wrestling, I thought. Hmm. The, the three-way with Billy Kay defeated Ruby Riot and Ruby Riot's weave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing was enormous. Bloody hell. <laughs> You'd be the happy Iconics if you caught is... that in fishing. <laughs> The Iconics are so... And I'm glad that they grabbed the hair at the end. It was just proper, like, old-school, nice heel work, like, using what's available to you. It was unplanned, and it was really fun. You can tell that everyone loves the Iconics. Any time that anyone's on screen with the Iconics, they're trying not to laugh. They're so funny. I love them. And then Ray and Kevin Owens defeated Seth Rollins and Murphy to earn the right to choose the stipulation for Mysterio (laughs) versus Rollins and Extreme Rules, and would you believe it? That's right. An eye for an eye. And Ray even has that mask that only has one of them. So that's nice that he's got that. It's the so, idea that he's going to be permanently blinded because he's already yeah, down one eye, right? Right. Double or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that is. And if that wasn't enough, not just new eyes, but also a new United States Championship belt or title, whatever, unveiled by Mr. MVP himself. What do you think oh, of this lovely, lovely design? I think it's really nice looking. Um, it, it's one of those things you, can, you can't introduce a title in wrestling without everybody saying how awful it looks. Um, and you certainly got a lot of that with this week, but I think it's a lovely looking belt. Um, I don't think it necessarily needed replacing, but at the same time, I, you know what? I actually think it's a step up. I think it's a really nice looking belt. I saw the design that somebody did on Reddit where they shifted a few bits around, which was definitely nicer, but still, I think it's a nice looking belt. And MVP obviously agrees because he used that to team up with Bobby Lashley to defeat Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, who MVP used to manage but doesn't. I can't remember why that happened. He but. wants Cedric again. He wants he wants a piece of Cedric. MVP oh. does. Good for Backstage him. Backstage segment. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I nothing against uh, Apollo Cruz, but at this point, I'd actually rather see 
MVP with the new belt. And I think that's hopefully what we're going to get. One more, one last run with a mid-card belt for MVP. I'm up for that. Really? No, no, no. I'm all right with him being like a tag dude and a motivator behind Bobby Lashley. But no, I'm all right with him winning any titles. Listen, listen here. I, I think it's fair to say that MVP has a brighter future than Apollo Crews. Oh, okay. Yes, I will give you that. <laughs> And then we had some other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Asuka defeated SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey, a champion versus champion match at the other Raw finish. Any other thoughts here, Ross, or anything else we've missed out? Was that why Nikki Cross turned up and then went in the crowd without her mask on, the naughty woman? Because she she's be crazy. No, she should be fined $500. <laughs> um, yeah, just more good wrestling, is it? It's, Bailey got scared by Nikki, didn't she? And then it just into the Asuka lock, and that was it, I think. That's how it went. My memory yeah, is shot this weekend, but at least it wasn't a roll-up or a DQ, I guess. I don't think it was. Yeah. But, uh, and it got loads of time as well. It got like 25, 30 minutes as well. It felt like a main event. It, the, and that's the one thing that can be said for like Bailey, Sasha, Asuka especially. They feel like stars now, and that's really mm. cool. It, it didn't feel out of place as a main event at all. In fact, it was the best possible choice for it. Better than Jeff Hardy glassing someone, I would argue. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, they are work at a very high level. People like them especially online, as I found out. But it just seems very samey when there's only six people involved in this and you have to keep on doing it on Raw, on SmackDown, on WWE's The Bump, on whatever show they're Everyone doing else nowadays. has got coronavirus, Matthew. Yeah. They're down to about four people now. So. Right, right. So doing the best with what they have. AEW's second week of fighter festivities. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega defeated Private Party to attain the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And Lance Archer defeated Joey Janela. We'll do two matches, then go back and forth. Ross, what were your thoughts on any of these two blinders? Liquid wrestling all around, Matthew. There's, that was my yeah. takeaway. But also, and I, it, it, is it too boring to bring it up again? But referees not enforcing the rules. They're just watching things happen, and they're not enforcing the rules. So what's the point in having the rules? You might as well have no rules. Have a more entertaining product where all sorts can happen with no ramifications. There's me little rant over. It happened uh, later in the night with the Lucha Brothers, obviously, in a tag team match, because they, they don't know the rules, do they? So they're facing the FTR next week, so that should be fun. Um, but rules. But I do like Lance Archer. That thing off the apron through the table, fantastic. Yeah. Pachini? Not seen it, mate. No worries. <laughs> I watched and- N- Excuse me. Watched NXT. I, I caught a few little bits. I saw a bit of the Janela um, Archer stuff because I got both windows open at the same time, so I'm watching both, sort of watching both things at, at the same time. And the uh, I, I, I was glad to see that Janela and Archer uh, got a bit of time because uh, I thought it might be a couple of minutes squash. And I love Janela. I'm a really big Janela fan. I think he's class. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't see enough of it. Hmm. Gonna watch it tonight. I like Lance Archer's gimmick of comes out the ring with somebody related to who he's wrestling in the ring. So this week, for example, through Sonny Kiss at Joe Janela, their friends. If we do get a singles match between Lance Archer and Trent Beretta, will he throw his mom at him? <laughs> anyway. Lucha Brothers and the Butcher and the Blade defeated FTR and the Young Bucks in a hell of a match. It's been a long time since I've seen a match where I've actually gone, Aah! like physically watching something. There are lots of moments there involving the Lucha Brothers who I love and I've missed wasn't just the beautiful Frankenstein off the top. It wasn't just the super kick fake out in the DDT between Young Bucks and FTR. It was also Fenix, because he's from Newcastle, doing the Canadian Destroyer off the I top. I saw rope it. To the, off the I, top that's rope, the one yeah. bit that I saw. Absolutely mental. 
such a good spot. I, I can't wait to watch it tonight. All I, I've read rave reviews online. I'm really excited about seeing it. Ray Phoenix and Nick Jackson must have came out of the same womb at the same time because that kind of chemistry only exists in twins, as far as I'm concerned. There's that other bit where they, they hopped up the ropes at the same time and I did the, the hurricane runner off the top rope. Um, but even FTR, no flips, no fists in the background, were going like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Nala Rose defeated two uh, whatevers in a handicap match. And she's like, I'm going to have a new manager next week, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. Not very nice, is it? Who's uh, it going to be? I have no Any idea. Ideas? A, Any teasers bit... or anything? No, it was just like, it's uh, got a history with championships or something. Because she was bringing up how you've got Arn and Cody, their common thing is titles. You've got uh, Taz making Brian Cage a champion kind of already. Nyla's already won a title without a manager anyway, so I was, I was just a bit confused as to why she wants a manager now when she's already done the thing she's setting out to do with this manager. I'm intrigued to see... Sorry, go on. What's Awesome Kong up to? Why, why, is, why is she not on TV? Could it be her? Obviously, former TNA. It's a good shout. I don't know. I just don't, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't seen her kicking about recently. I don't, don't know what she's up to. Well, you're watching NXT and AW at the same time. Do you think Robert Stone could go from one window to the other? <laughs> oh, mate, Robert, Robert Stone is... I, I love NXT because of Robert Stone. I mean, there's a lot to like on NXT, but I think Robert Stone... We'll talk about him in a bit. Yeah. Listen yes, to music right now. Am I listening to music? No, that's the uh, builders outside once again, drilling like mad. Uh, that isn't the sounds of, of Fran Healy from Travis. It's the sound of, of concrete. But can you hear it? Is it really bad? Oh, now you've said it. It's not yeah. too bad. Oh. But I did actually think it was I, like music I've come being upstairs. Played, like... I've kind of shifted all my stuff upstairs. Hoping that this will protect the microphone like that. Will that work? It's the bollocks. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No, it's Carry fine. On. It's fine. Uh, Dark Order and Cole Cabana defeated SCU, even though Cole Cabana was very badly hurt. A huge bump on his side. And he was then forced to wrestle against his will. Is this supposed to be a CM Punk analogy? Am I looking oh, into this too much? It, no, it looked like one, Matthew. I thought they'd oh. left this bollocks behind with uh, Brody playing a, a Vince McMahon parody, but it would, it would appear not. I think it's a shame. Just let him go off and do his own thing. Because no, I don't think anyone's buying it, are they? The, the Vince McMahon parody. 
It's always fun to read yeah. the stories of Vince McMahon doing things in a certain way and having his weird quirks and whatnot. It's always fun to read, but like, you know, you're, you're doing your own wrestling company now, go and do your own thing. Yeah. So waiting for the bit where Cole Cabana borrows money from Cole Cabana for his lot or whatever. And <laughs> Taz brings out a nice shiny belt. Lots of that this week for Brian Cage, the FTW heavyweight title. And for people who are too young to remember this, he Taz introduced his own title belt in 98, I believe, maybe 99, because Shane Douglas was the world champion in ECW, but he was very badly injured, but refused to lose the title to anybody until Heyman had paid him the money that he owed him. <laughs> uh, and rightly thought that he would get rid of him as soon as he actually dropped the title. So we had Shane Douglas injured for nearly an entire calendar year, and defending his title with a huge cast and a bad arm and a bad kidney and everything else because he's like, no, pay me. <laughs> I'm not losing the title. So Taz had a title for a bit just to make up for it. I just felt the need to share the history of the FTW title in case people were wondering what the hell it was. It's relevant, though, because I like, I like the callback that he's brought in now because Mox is obviously at home isolating. It's sort of linked to how Shane Douglas was, obviously not with the, the real life stuff involved. But again, the timing, the only downside, because obviously all of a nostalgic thing coming back, but the timing's like Brian Cage has got this big world title match next week. Why has he got this like unrecognized world title, like, title belt now? He's not confident about winning next week. I thought they might have like, held off until after the match. That was my only thing with it. Well, he spray paints FTW in orange. Orange spray paint on the belt. Chris Jericho defeated Orange Cassidy in the main event. But orange Cassidy went all out. Near pulp, all bit. <laughs> was it good? Yeah, it was. It was. was. It was. Uh, NXT, Candice the Ray defeated May Yim in a street fight. Ooh, that sounds nice. How was it? Uh, yeah, it was really good. It was a nice way to open the show. Um, cool spot at the end. Uh, I, I, the one thing that sort of didn't work for me was the, the finishing spot. They both land on the chairs. It looks really good. And it, to me, it looked like Candice's uh, shoulders were down too, but it didn't really take that much uh, away from it. The, the camera angle was a bit weird, but no, it was it was, it was brilliant. I'm really enjoying uh, both of their work. It, it took me a while to get into Mia Yim and I'm still not 100% sold on her, but uh, yeah, I, I, th I think it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, something different to the rest of the show as well. So yeah, it's good. Good times. Before we get to the main event, was there anything else in the show you want to talk about? Uh, what on NXT yesterday? Uh, yeah. Gargano had a great match. No, nah, let's talk about the main. Go on. It was okay. it was just really good wrestling. It was really good wrestling, obviously. Yeah. Did you know that Adam Cole was six foot? <laughs> what? Is that what they're He's billing him as? Six foot. Yeah, they did the tail of the tape. Keith Lee six three. Adam Cole six foot. That's he, nice he's legit five eight, isn't he? He shoot five eight. I've stood next to the bloke. Yeah, I've he's, stood he's next not... to Adam Cole, and I've seen the top of his head. So I feel great right now, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Coming for you, Keith Lee. So yeah, six foot Adam Cole had this match that probably would have had a bigger impact if it hadn't been for that one bloke last week to accidentally tweet the results. I agree, but at the same time, I was really like, I, I didn't buy for a second that they taped two endings. I knew what we were going to see yesterday, but I was so invested in it anyway that I still bit for all the near falls, um, and I, 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 it, it still all worked for me. Um, I'll be really interesting, uh, interested to see this week the the ratings to see if this did like a bloody 
a WCW Foley thing where like they've they've ruined it, but more people or enough people are invested in Keith Lee to want to tune in just to see him win, even though they know that's what's going to happen. Maybe that's even that'll turn out to be more of a selling point than the match itself. Who knows? I think you're bang on there. I think wow. it was all planned. Do you reckon? Get it out there. Oh, oh it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Everyone loves Keith. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was planned, but I don't think it'll hurt them either. I, I, I think they're going to... I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the ratings or anything, but I, I think they're going to do quite well this week, you know? I think they'll do that. I think if they win the ratings, it was all part of an elaborate conspiracy. <laughs> if they lose, it's like we would have won if it hadn't been for that one blokey. It was one of Bivens' boys, wasn't it? The Bivens' boys, yes. The Bivens' boys. He must have got such a bollocking. Imagine walking into work after doing that. Why did he take a picture anyway? You can get him on WWE.com when the show's out. High res. It was the worst picture. Yeah. He just bought the phone that day. He was like, yeah, this will be good. And also on AW's YouTube channel, we got the Puppy Bowl. Why didn't this happen on the show? I thought that was part of the show. Yeah. Did it not? Because, like your Twitch Hall of Fame pick, I think it was a uh, very, uh, how can I put this? It was a, an advert for a charity thing, so. Oh, it was a charity thing. I assumed it was advertising. Oh, do you the, see it? Because oh. I know they've got a, a new line of toys out, and I assumed the ring was part of that, so it was like sticks and puppies in oh, there I and sell the, the, sell the toy. I, don't, I, I didn't know what it was. Was it, was it good? Fantastic. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Who won? MJF. Did he? It, it's dogs. It's hard yeah. to explain. They had dogs representing each other, like some of the wrestlers. But Tony Schiavone is the standout of that, of that uh, match. The call of the Tony Suicida where the dog sort of stuck in the ropes and then his, uh, his call that was better than anything he called in WCW in the year 2000. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony Schiavone hammed it up magnificently. Yeah, there was two battle royals with puppies. But in case you didn't watch it, no, it wasn't a real battle royal. It was more in conjunction with this charity that they're working with. Like, hey, if you like that, then you should adopt a puppy today and all this stuff. So very nicely done. And yeah, I for one would have been all right if we'd been on the main show. Give a bit of variety, but that's because I'm You know what would have happened, though? All these people who drum up the narrative of the Wednesday Night Wars would be like, on NXT, you can see Keith Lee doing this. On AEW, you can see dogs doing that. You know why they didn't put it on the main show? Just to, to appease those people. Well, because they want to beat them too badly in the ratings. There's dogs <laughs> on the other side. Screw you, Keith Lee. So, interesting week of new uh, wrestling. That is the end of this segment. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> and now let's have a little old look in the mailbag. Number one. Hello, lads. Thank you for all working tirelessly to provide entertainment for us during this time. Please rank the four horsewomen from best to worst. Cheers, Grady McVeigh. Oh, not a joke name this time. Thank you, Grady. The four horsewomen. Not the MMA ones, I hope. Because there don't want to be much of a list. Um, hmm. Ross, I'll let you go first because I like you so much. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go with... Well, obviously, I'm going best wrestler from, worst to, from best to worst. Charlotte is number one, the best. She edges out Sasha Banks just because she makes less mistakes in the ring. I think her in-ring work, we're going to get proper analytical here, her in-ring work is tighter 
more flawless, I'd say. So obviously then, you've got Sasha second. As a wrestler, Bailey third, and then Becky. But then Becky's a better character. Oh, it's a tough one, is I'm gonna go Charlotte, just based off in-ring work alone. Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Becky. Okay, Pachidi. I'll fight each and every one of you that disagrees as well. I'm gonna try and take everything into account, including like character, in-ring work, promo skills, all that stuff. Uh, Charlotte is very, very much number one there. She's the she's the best, and I, I I truly believe that she's the best women's wrestler in the world. Uh, Sasha is second, like Ross, um, uh, and then I'm gonna switch those two around uh, and have Bailey coming in last and Becky in in third. But uh, it's it's it, it's it, the trickiest one there is between Bailey and and Becky. Um, but I think I think just because of the sort of impact that. Um, that Becky made and just how over she was. I, I don't think that's something that Bailey will necessarily be able to, to replicate people. Uh, Becky is a big part of um, the sort of audience investment in women's wrestling, just because of how great her work was uh, there. She played a massive role in that. Nicely done. Uh, and just in terms of how much I enjoy watching them. And if I can be asked watching them, number one, Becky, Loved her character, loved her work, loved everything about her, especially last year. Sasha Banks, close second. If she hadn't had to have to deal with all this stupid bollocks whenever Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks angrily goes to Starbucks, furious with fan and all these other stupid stories that come out and bother everyone's <coughs> depiction of her. Suddenly she's the worst person in the world, whatever. She doesn't instantly hug someone who meets her at the airport at three in the morning. Uh, Charlotte would be higher up. All-round package, fantastic. I'm just sick of having that all-round package for every one of my meals every single day. Every time I turn on the TV, she's there. And Bailey last because, I know, stop me if you heard the song before, she's one of these NXT characters that works so well in NXT that WWE has only just recently gone, oh, wait, I think we get we, the character now. Is this what we should do with the person? So uh, that's my order, and I'm sticking to it. And we're all going to get death threats for that. <laughs> Hello, lads. First off, thank you for all the great says hashtag content there. Don't know why that's a thing. In this endless hellscape of a year. Second of all, let me just express my disappointment that during your puppy battle royale discussion, oh, this is last week's mailbag, uh, none of you came up with Chihuahua Guerrero. Oh, that's good. I like that. Uh, no, last week's pretty rubbish, that. <laughs> it's yeah, not who, that who is Chihuahua Guerrero? Chavo, I assume. Ch yeah. That's terrible. It's rubbish. Ooh, yeah, it's not even Chihuahua. <laughs> Idiot, skip his question. <laughs> anyway, onto my question. I was recently discussing with a friend how NXT has the best women's division anywhere in the world, though. But AEW has the best tag division. It got me to thinking, if you could assemble a dream roster using divisions from any era, what would you go with? And he uh, breaks it down. You can pick one main event scene, one mid-card, one tag, and one women's division. Anyway, okay. thanks again for helping, keeping us all sane. Cheers. Eddie Edwards in brackets, not that one. Um, We'd be great if it was the real Eddie Edwards. <laughs> oh, hi, Eddie. Good luck with that TNA show. Oh, my uh, mind's immediately going to Attitude Era here. I'm uh, uh, main still, event, I'm going to go Attitude yeah. Era. We'll go around. Okay, so yeah. You're going okay, Attitude main, Era? Main event, Attitude Era, because you've got Rock, Austin, Angle, Taker, Trips, all of them. So they, I don't think it's ever been stronger. I agree. 
Matthew? I'm trying to think of a better one than Attitude Era for main event scene. I don't think there is one. Yeah, solid Attitude Era. Can't think of anything else. Uh, one mid card. Uh, I'm going to go 2007 just for MVP and Matt Hardy because I've been watching some of that stuff back. The bloody pizza eating, the basketball. Uh, so just for those two, I think there's been stronger mid card scenes before, but I'm taking 2007 as my era there. I'll go Ruthless Aggression for some of the SmackDown 6 and for people like Shelly B on Raw. Who else is on Raw? The Masterpiece Chris Masters. Everyone loves a bit of the Masterpiece, don't they? Everyone loves a bit of the Masterpiece. Uh, I'm sure there's more on Raw. Uh, but yeah, Ruthless Aggression. He's got curly hair, like. Uh, I'm going to go with <laughs> WCW 1998, the TV title scene for Booker T, Chris Ben, whatever his name is, Fit Finley, Perry Sutton, Flock, uh, The Cat, Norman Smiley. Yeah, love that nice. period. One tag team division. Ooh. See, I want to say Attitude Era because you've got Hardys, Dudleys, Edge and Christian, uh, APA, TNA, loads of great two called. <laughs> but I'm just... Oh, no, maybe that is it because you've got bloody TLC and that. I, I wanted to say like the, the brilliant work that the Usos and the, the New Day did. No, I'm going to go Attitude Era again. It was stronger. It was. I'm going golden oldies, me. Demolition, Road Warriors, all the hits, Killer Bees, all the great ones. I'm also going to go with Ross's, uh, say, 89, 1990, NWA, Doom, Steiners, Road Warriors, Fabulous Freebirds, the Samoan Squat Team, the Skyscrapers, when they were good. (laughs) Good times, man. Menly men doing menly things. And speaking of which, one women's division. Uh, today's uh, maybe maybe just about a year ago, but uh, with with Becky and and Charlotte there, uh, it's it's the best that women's wrestling has has ever been, isn't it? Right now, um, I, I, I can't think of of any time that's that's better. So yeah, um, may, maybe a year ago, just when everybody was actually active, but now essentially, yeah. Today's roster uh, throwing the lights at Ember Moon when she was fit and doing the wrestling um because she's injured now isn't she been injured for ages but a special reservation for the impact women's roster i just keep hearing people online going that it's the best in the world today but i haven't seen enough to comment so i guess it could be impacts as well yeah i'll go with 2018 2019 WWE women's division but a nice mention too as ross was saying there 2007 i think period of tna women's division right awesome kong and gail kim Ganraj and there's some other people there but I can't remember them but those two were so good that they deserve special mention yeah we got through that question alright didn't we ah good times lads question number three says listen here brothers I had the pleasure of watching the Immortal Wrestling Classic Ready to Rumble for the first time this past weekend for those who have never seen it the plot follows past his prime wrestler Jimmy King who will probably be winning the title nowadays in WWE uh, who, with the help of his two biggest fans, seeks redemption after being screwed over by the dastardly promoter of WCW. Aside from being generally unfunny and portraying wrestling fans in a stereotypical, unflattering way, my biggest complaint with this movie is the fact that the main wrestling character isn't played by an actual wrestler. Sure, there are plenty of then-WCW superstars featured, but it seems odd that they wouldn't cast one of them in the role of the main protagonist. So my question is, if Ray to Rumble were remade today... 
what superstar of every promotion would best play the role of the aging performer trying to win back his title and get revenge against the evil authority figure? And as a bonus, who would play his two biggest fans slash managers that helped to inspire him and guide him on his journey back to the top? Apologies if you guys have already answered something similar to this. <laughs> With our mailbag, it could have happened, I guess. Uh, I've been a long-time cultaholic fan, but I've only regularly listened to the podcast since the start of Corona Mania. Uh, thanks for keeping me entertained and for all the great content. Stay safe. Shane from Cleveland. Thanks, Shane. First of all, before we get to that, have you seen Ready to Rumble? Both of you? Yeah, now? one of my favourite films. Oh, you have? We were singing before. Jimmy King is, King the, is best the best wrestler. wrestler. Better than all the wrestlers. wrestlers. <laughs> That's great. I mean, it's not worth watching at all, Pachiti, but it kind of is given that we're stupid wrestling fans. We can go, my God, look, there's Chris Canyon and all the rest. Yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. I've got too much Spider-Man to play now, to be honest. Uh-huh. Priorities. It's it, was, it was Canyon That's who did the, everything. Canyon who did Jimmy King's in-ring work, wasn't it? The stunt double. Apparently, it? It, did a, it did nearly everybody's stunt double work. Did he? According to what I have read online. He was very busy. So, he's pretty much nailed the plot. If you had to do Ready to Rumble, because, you know, they remake all the classics nowadays. Uh, who would you cast, which wrestler would you cast as the aging performer, the Jimmy King 2K20? I'll go with Ross, because he has seen the film. He might be too think. old, but the first person who came into my head was Undertaker. Just built, you know, when they, they go back to find Jimmy King's ex-wife and the kid with a grill. It'll be fun to dive into Undertaker's past and find out all of his former partners and children and stuff like that. I don't know why that's going to be into that. And as for the fans, I've got absolutely no idea. Sam came to mind as uh, as I picked the Undertaker there. I think he's the Undertaker's biggest fan, isn't he? You can see Sam working on the toilets like us wrestling fans do because we're the dregs of society. <laughs> oh, is that in the film? I thought you were just yeah. being horrible to Sam there. No, no. <laughs> It's uh, Gordy and I forget what his name was. Is it Sean? They're like plumbers who sure. deal with poo because wrestling fans. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they love poo. I'm trying to think. Agent performer trying to get his glory. I would probably pick someone like Scott Steiner to play the role <laughs> of Scott Steiner because you can see Scott Steiner not realising it's real or it's not real. And that's something that the film does. It, it goes back and forth with what is actually real and what to shoot and how, whatever. It's get very, it gets very confusing. And I can see Scott Simon as this guy who's like, no, it's all fake. And he's like, you think this is fake? And then just nailing whatever. Nailing the guy who's in the Sopranos in the back of the head and all the rest. Uh, I can see that. And just, I, I can imagine Scott Steiner playing Scott Steiner would win many awards. People got, like in Hollywood going, I haven't seen a performance like this since Klaus Kinski worked with Werner Herzog. And like, like my God, he Werner? really gets it. Werner and, Herzog. And then they and then they meet him and they're like, oh Christ, that's him. You know, it's like And as for who could hang out with him, well, given the pooey nature of this, uh, everyone's favourite toilet cleaner, Frasier. Nice. <laughs> Throwback uh, so there I'm, for long time not, fans. I've not seen the film, obviously, so I'm gonna I think I'm just coming up with a new film here. Go for um, it. I am going to... This is actually something that I want to happen, by the way. One of my favourite feuds of last year and favourite matches was Dustin versus Cody. I'm going to have the ageing boy as Dustin. Cody, heel, playing up the fact that he's a shareholder in AEW. And Dustin looking for one last match and all that sort of stuff. As I say, I haven't seen the film. Um, And eventually they have a match in the real AEW. And it cross-promotes. I figured this all out. Um, The two friends... 
you're, you're grimacing, Matthew. It's a good idea, I promise. The two friends are Pharaoh, who double-crosses Cody at the end and bites him on the bottom in the match after being scared by fireworks, uh, <laughs> allowing Dustin to win. And the other friend is Marlena, because I can't think of another one. Marlena. Marlena. <laughs> from I'm just trying to think of anyone from, from Dustin's past. There's loads of them, isn't there? No, I'm sticking with Marlena. Oh. I was sticking with her from thinking... Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> Marlena! <laughs> no. <laughs> Terry Runnels. Terry Runnels, there you go. Uh, I like the fact you answered that better than all of us and you haven't seen the film. I think that worked <laughs> in your favour. Thank, Thank you very much, Shane, from Cleveland and the others for sending your amazing questions. If you have any random thoughts or just whatever's going through your head you feel you need to share with us, everybody else does, please, please, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Now it's time for the segment, So Tasty, they named American Candy after it. That's right, Reese's Whores. Hi, Ross, Jack and Mafu. <laughs> I would like to thank Ross for his recommendation of Biscoff spread, which I misread as Bischoff spread every time I see it. Since you see, moving... they do ice creams now. Sorry, they oh, do ice creams. They do biscuits and everything. What I there's a website that does like knockoff UK confectionaries, Adam. A Kit Kat chunky with the Biscoff spread inside. That's a thing. Nice. Oh. I think I've just realised that I think you told me about the ice creams, and it might have even been on a video. <laughs> I think I might be telling you. About. Carry on. <laughs> Since moving from the UK to Switzerland, it can be tricky to find good English food. But this beauty turned up on my local shelf and has kept me content through the last few weeks of lockdown. When things calm down a bit, I will send over some Swiss treats for the lads. Yeah, get in. Thank you. In return for this bounty, I offer a Reese's Pieces based on my favourite title. Who is your favourite in this selection of, oh God, every hardcore champion ever? I am asking overall, not just based on their title reign... Note, it is probably more interesting to go bottom to top to get the jobbers out the way. And there's a nice little table here. Okay, and there's particularly little. some calisthenics. Um, <laughs> oh, God, it goes on for two pages. Right. Faster thought first, going to name two wrestlers who have won the hardcore title. And you have to say who your favorite is. No thinking. Only heart. We'll go Pachiti, Ross, Mafu. Faster thought first. Shane McMahon versus Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Shane O'Mac. Al Snow versus Goldust. 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 Al Snow. Steve Blackman versus Big Boss Man. Battle of the Mans. Oh, Blackman. Boss Man. Blackman. Jerry Abs versus Funaki. <laughs> Funaki. Funaki. <laughs> Funaki. Mankind versus Mike Awesome. Say the first one again. Mankind, Mr. Mick Foley. Oh, Mankind, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, our favourite theme song, Mike Awesome. Of course it is. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is an unbelievable song, you're right. Shambles that. <laughs> oh, tough one next. Crash Holly versus Hardcore Holly. Crash. Crash. Uh, crash. Gerald Briscoe versus Pat Patterson. Oh, Christ. Briscoe. Briscoe. Uh, Patterson for variety. William Regal versus Taz. Regal. Regal. Our favourite Umpa Lumpa, Taz. <laughs> RVD versus Raven. I'm taking the heat off you, Pachiti. <laughs> it's 
Uh, <laughs> Raven. What was the option, sorry? RVD, RVD versus... Raven. Oh, RVD. Raven, he had a shopping cart. Road Dog versus Billy Gun. Gun. Road Dog. Uh, Road Dog, because you're not taking away trademarks or copyrights from no, other No, they didn't wrestlers. do that. They didn't do that. That was a oh, misreport, apparently. Yeah, apparently was the it? cease and desist oh, just I'm doesn't exist. They, apparently, they I, I think they might have gave him a call or something and been like, do you mind not using it because we've just registered the trademark, but no cease and desist was apparently sent. Oh, thank you for clarifying that. Upon reflection, I will still pick Road Dog. Yeah. Rodney <laughs> versus Pete Gas. Uh, Pete Gas. Pete Gas. Pete Gas, because his finisher was the gas mask. Test versus Christian. 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 Uh, Test was good. We had inanimate objects to twat people with. Bradshaw versus Bubba Ray Dudley. Bubba. Bradshaw. Mm, Bradshaw. Kurt Angle versus Booker T. Angle. Angle. I don't remember either of them having the title. Booker T. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Matt Hardy. Jericho. Jericho. Uh, Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. The Undertaker versus Big. It says in brackets, big, 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 and bracket show. Taker. Taker. Uh, big show because I had the WrestleMania X7 triple threat hardcore. Viscera versus Kane. 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 <laughs> big sexy Vis. K Quick versus Perry Sutton. Saturn. Saturn. Sorry, Saturn. Absolutely. Hurricane versus the British Bulldog. Hurricane. Hurricane. I, by this point, Hurricane. British Bulldog's going to get my vote whether he wants to or not. <laughs> Maven versus Johnny Stamboli. Uh, Maven. Stamboli risked his entire body for a leg drop off the top rope to the floor. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, Johnny Stamboli for exploding his ass. Terry versus Cynthia Lynch. Cynthia Lynch? Is that the is that Godfather's Hope? I think so. I think it is. I think yeah. it might be. Pretend it is. Uh, Terry. Terry. Marlena. Mighty Molly versus Trish Stratus. Molly. Ah, oh, going a bit the Molly go round. Chris Winowinski versus Sean Stasiak. <laughs> Couple of stinkers there, Stasiak. Stasiak ran into walls. Big fan of Stasiak. Yeah. Sean Stasiak, just because Power Slam magazine described Sean Stasiak getting rehired in 2001 as they rehired him just so they could fire him again. <laughs> just Incredible versus Thrasher. Uh, Thrasher? Thrasher. Just incredible. No, just incredible. They're at face no I mean neither. No, I, I didn't get it either. Oh. Rhino versus Spike Dudley. Oh, that's tough. Because I bloody love Rhino. Uh, uh, Spike. Spike. Yeah, Spike. Rhino. He hated shopping carts. And finally, Stephen Richards versus Tommy Dreamer. Stevie Richards. Right to censor. The guy who headlined WrestleMania 20. Keep up the good work. Did you work. read that thing? Did you read that thing about... I, I, and I know I've seen it before, but it popped up on Reddit again about Tommy Dreamer wanting oh. to kill Paul Heyman and then <laughs> off himself on TV. 
<laughs> I, I'd read it before on one of those stupid like lists of things, like you know the, the what I can't remember what it's called, the smut list or whatever it is. And I thought, oh, it's a joke. And apparently, he's talked about it openly in interviews or something. What yeah. the hell? It's one of the most crazy things I've read in wrestling, and considering what that covers, that. So yeah, Stevie Richards. <sighs> <laughs> Even better, you know that sleaze list, as it's known, started on the Death Valley Driver video review DVDR, whatever. I can't be out saying the whole thing. Do you know who started that thread? Got revealed uh, uh, two weeks no, ago. Go Tony Khan. No, I I saw that they they dug up a lot of his old forum posts. Yeah, but not oh, in a Lars Sullivan mental. way. Take the point out. No, no, um, no, no. But just to say that, yeah, he was the one who was like, "Hey, anyone know any good dirt or sleaze?" And that's what kickstarted. He's such a fan, isn't he? He's such a fan. I like the, it. The guy who started that list that has ruined or helped some people's reputations over the decades is now doing AEW. That's nuts. It's funny business, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, we keep up the good work, and thanks for the quality content. All the best, Mike Cunliffe. Got on, hold on, I get that right. Ooh, is that a fake one? Mike, Mike Cunliffe. Anything starting with Mike? Mike? Cunliffe. C-U-N-L-I-F-F-E. Mike Cunliffe. No, I think that's all right. I think that's safe. <laughs> it wasn't he just... We went syllable to syllable there. Well, I don't know. I, I keep getting done on the uh, My favourite one ever is, by a mile, is Scott Chegg. I think it's so fun. When they got you with that, Matthew, it's, what, it's my favourite moment on this channel ever. No, I forget the one that where I read it and I was like, even in my head, I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's a foreign name, Matthew. Don't mispronounce it. Come on, be a, be a mature person. People make fun of you. And I start mispronouncing it. go, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Let me try that again. It was, it was one of those things, like Amanda Hugging Kiss or whatever it was. I went, oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, real name or fake name. Thanks, Mike. And if you have any uh, Reese's Pieces or any daft things you want to send us, oh, please, 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 please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. Wow. What a great podcast. And the big, 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 big question this big 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 episode is which titles need a redesign and he's going for all wrestling belts now and titles because this year alone we've seen let's see if i get this all right the united states title had a redesign at helped them raw we had the fdw title show up doesn't really count the aew tnt title show up at 60 percent complete and was I see this, this year? year? Or was that late last year? Late last, late year. last year, wasn't it? Late last yeah. year, yeah. Yeah, so it's a Sorry. popular thing now. I'm not sure why it's popular, but I think it's something that we can discuss. So now that I've listed some, I'm going to point out Pachidi. What do you Mine's think? a really easy one. Uh, I would make the AEW women's title a touch bigger because it looks small. silly. It really does. And, and, you know, it looks... Uh, it looks all right on some, but like when when um, Nyla was was holding it, it, it just looked, it looked dumb, didn't it? It looked like one of those toys, you know, the ones that WWE do, the the wristband things that you Roman Reigns for you, the wristband things that you that pop on your wrist. It looked like one of those. It just it just looked daft. Um, I'll I'll give you a, a more sensible answer as well. Uh, the the Universal title is awful. Just just I, so. I, I don't like the the WWE and the Universal title looking the same, but. 
different colours. It just I, I just think that it's boring. It's really boring. Hmm. What do you think, Ross? Yeah, the AEW women's was going to be my answer, but I'll go for the Intercontinental. That should never have been changed. Should just bring back the old one. It was fine. I know it's maybe because they, they'll never admit it. But we all think it's because obviously Cody brought it in back in the day, whenever he did it, 2011, whenever it was. Um, but yeah, that should never have been changed. The new one, the new one's nice, but the old one is just a lot better. It doesn't help that the old belt, the the white strap classic design, is one of the most beautiful belts that they've ever had. Uh, nothing could replace that really, because it is just such a lovely looking belt. That is like it's really stood the test of time as well. It looks as nice today as it did back in the day. Um, but I I agree. Yeah. Did you ever hear the story? I only heard this recently. That Ultimate Warrior, until let's see if I can get this right, he held the title to when he. Uh, dropped it because he won the world title at WrestleMania 6, he had the green strap. And <laughs> he used to sell IC title replica belts with the green strap and say it was the actual title that he had. And he sold about seven of them to people who thought it was the real one. You know what? I think he might have been a pretty bad person, Matthew. <laughs> I've heard that. And I'm really happy seeing his uh, his name and face be used for things that he would absolutely not be happy with if he was alive to protest. Oh, mm-hmm. What a lovely punishment. I am going to go with the WWE Women's Tag Team titles because, to me, they don't fit in with the rest of the other designs that WWE has. And I know this kind of doesn't work when they've got new designs for the IC title and everything else like that. But you think that they would... All the titles should look like they're in the same company. Uh, I can see with different brands and being red or blue, okay, fine. But And I'm all right with the white strap. The white strap's beautiful. But the title itself with the bit sticking out in the corners, it doesn't look like a WWE title. It looks like somebody else's. It looks like the NWA title just showing up or the CCW Tag Team Champions mm-hmm. have showed up. It's, and I, I don't like the fact that it doesn't look like a WWE belt. It doesn't fit in. And, it's a weird one because uh, yeah. I, I don't remember there being that much outrage when the women's tag titles were introduced but maybe that's because they um whether well, it was a new new belt they were they were they were bringing well, i know they've existed before and all that but uh it was it was a it was a new thing rather than just like the u.s title getting redesigned the ic title getting redesigned i don't remember the same level of backlash maybe people were just happy to see women's tag titles hmm. yeah i'm not like going outrage or this thing drives me nuts it's just an observation uh and if they're doing the redesigning all these other belts it'd be nice if that and also like to say, it's also because I grew up with, you know, the IC and European and those, you know, the Attitude Era titles all look like for the same company. So I think that's me going, yay, things are better on my day. Um, like every other wrestling YouTuber does, I guess. So I don't think they're going to be going back to that time and place when they do redesign them like that. So even if they're not going to make them look like the WWE ones, it would be nice if Bailey just came out with a gigantic title belt. So big, her and Sasha both have to hold it up like that, just to go in with her character, thinking that she's. If so anything, good, yeah, so Bailey should have the, the slightly bigger one, and Sasha should have the slightly. Oh, that's one. perfect! <laughs> and every week it gets bigger, like like the twist oh, by like Roald Dahl. Yeah. It's like I swear with these, is yours bigger? No, 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 no. <laughs> and then like three weeks later, she's like, <laughs> like struggling to carry it, like Eddie Hall. It's like I swear yours is bigger than mine. No, no, Sasha, no. That's great, Pachiti. Why aren't you in wrestling? I ask myself the same thing every day. Ross, any other thoughts on these lovely title builds? 
Uh, not at all. Some are nice, some are bad. Lovely. Wow, what a great answer. <laughs> well, Pacini, I think we've come to the end of the discussion. I did mention the Continental one while we're here. That was me. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm not joking. <laughs> well, that's the end of that discussion. Pacini, this is the bit of the show where we like to plug the upcoming content on Cultaholic. What have you got for us, lad? Uh, right, so what's what's going down? Um, next week, I'm going to do... Uh, I'm doing back-to-back... Well, I'm doing back-to-back streaming anyway, but I've decided I'm going to... Uh, just for a laugh, because I haven't watched Impact in a while, and Slammiversary looks like it's going to be a pretty good show. I'm going to do live reactions to that um, next weekend, and then Extreme Rules after that. Keep an eye out for predictions, for pitches, all that good stuff coming next week as well, uh, before the show. Um, and if, if you, you, you haven't heard me blab on about it, uh, and you have because you've just listened to the podcast, twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. Uh, Tom's on there. Jack and Owen are on there. Uh, next week, Ross is going to start on there. Sam will be on there. He wants to play Truck Simulator or some bollocks. Uh, and it's it should be a it should be a hoot. And hopefully, you'll be on there uh, soon as well, Matthew. And we're really going to start um, investing a bit more time and effort into the Twitch stuff because it's just it's so fun. Screw the algorithm. Yeah, Ross. I Adam said it all. There might be a tier list this weekend. I don't know what it'll be on, but um, <laughs> <laughs> there might be one. There might not be. Keep tuned to the Cult of Hollywood YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, dripping with excitement already. And me, Tom, and Justin Henry will be doing the watch along for WrestleMania 2000, the pay per view, not the video game, even though the video game was way better. We'll do that on Sunday and hopefully we'll be out either later that day or Monday because Tom is fast as a very fast thing. That's all we've got time for. Remember, mailbag at callhike.com for all your queries and thoughts about the world. Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic for your voting needs. And as always, yeah, yeah, right, I can see you as lads. And we like to end the show. We don't know why, but we stopped doing it because I haven't got anything else to do. Is by putting the fists slowly against the webcam. And on the count of three. Dirt on me. Wait. Oh, I've got like what? a... I've got a little... Oh, I've, I cut myself last week. I got a little scab. I'll, I'll do that hand, I think. That to see filthy. if you can still feel. All right, great. Well, anyway, <laughs> make sure you don't hurt yourself when you're doing this. Put your fist like near little, the camera. On the camera, it look like a bum. Look at that. It looks like a bum. <laughs> it see that? It. Who's got the best ass? Come oh, on, get out. Hey. Lovely. One, two, three. Join us. Spread them. Horror. See you in a bit. 
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.